Hey guys, we're back. It's a lovely Sunday morning. I'm talking with my buddy uh, Dan Bertacchini, not Cheney. And uh, we we uh, we did a podcast a while back one evening, and so we got the morning today. So we got a coffee. We're awake and just going to catch up a little bit on um, a variety of things. I haven't talked to him a lot. I haven't seen him at any matches. So we'll catch up on life. We got you know, some loophole discussion. We got internal hunter match. We've got. Uh, a giveaway. Uh, I'll tease it and we'll talk about more details later, but uh, Dan has set up a, um, Hawkins is going to give away um, a set of rings, lighter, heavy tactical rings, your choice in 35 mil for the, for the loophole scope. So we'll explain that more in a little bit, but that's pretty sweet of them to do that and for, and for Dan to set that up. So anyway, good, good to talk to you, man. How you been? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me on again. Um, yeah, it feels like we haven't, you know, seen each other or, yeah. or spoken in a little while other than, you know, our, yeah. our favorite group chat. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You've had, no, a, no. you've had a hectic, we've got, uh, you've been busy with work, uh, taking care of yourself, uh, business, uh, you didn't, weren't able to make the finale with a bunch of stuff that you had going on. And so I hadn't seen you since, Man, it might have been that. I think it was that California match when we were down at your place, and so that's been yeah, so. that's been a while. So November um, or end of uh, October, yeah, it's yeah. been a been a while. Yeah, been some months. So anyway, um, you've got. Uh, well, let's just jump. You've been not to bring personal issues in, but you've been. <laughs> you kind of got a little. You're a young, strapping lad, and and all of a sudden you had a little bit of. Uh, kind of having a little health scare a little bit which is uh, sobering to think about and a good reminder for all of us we're not invincible and everything else do you want to give not you don't go oh, yeah. into a bunch of detail but just a little bit of what you've been kind of sorting through is yeah no i mean you know that's the thing um, what we do obviously work and and then the shooting sports i mean it's it's so much fun we're all super passionate about it but then obviously life as a uh you know, always comes in and, and reminds you about how, you know, how fun it can be. But I mean, it's, yeah. so, so there's definitely bigger things, but no, I mean, I just I have this like stupid heart monitor thing on me, but I, I'm sure it's, it's fine. I just went into the, um, you know, went in and got checked up because, um, it's been abnormal, I, you know, and my doctor told me to go into, um, get it checked out so you could you could kind of tell you had like an abnormal heartbeat or something you're like well that's weird and sometimes it would be like it would just just great you know it would just be super high or like just be you know wake me up at night and i'm just like what the heck because i've been healthy for 36 years now and and just usually try to avoid the doctor like at all costs but (laughs) sometimes it's just um but no i i I think i'm good you know we feel good and then yeah i had a little fun ride at the uh the er but other than that yeah <laughs> well i'm glad we're talking and i'm, I'm i want to get sorted out i did get a little scary for a minute so it's been yeah. you've been kind of monitoring that for the last it's been a while a couple of weeks two three weeks yeah, or whatever just um probably a month, oh, a, month a month now or yeah, so. so yeah but yeah no we're good okay all right so i just need to get it and obviously i'm you know the heart rate thing with shooting so um whatever whatever they can give me to kind of you know lower back that that back down to uh to normal yeah, yeah to not miss any targets would be great so. yeah they need like bionic eyes and a dead heartbeat <laughs> we'll get you everything so it'll, yeah. be, it'll be perfect sure. <laughs> no but yeah we're good oh, just cool. yeah, it's been busy with, with work and yep. um and selling a lot of a lot of optics and kind of going from there so yeah for those of you guys that don't know or, or miss the first podcast dan is uh kind of 
more or less runs the show. Well, I don't know. I also, he runs the show over at CS tactical and they do a lot of optic sales. Um, and do a lot of business down there in California. So, um, yeah. And that kind of rolls into, uh, we both shoot for loophole and we really haven't gone. I don't know how in depth we'll go. I mean, the, the new PR two reticles out. So we're just going to talk around those topics and a couple other things we've seen that, that new, um, that new micro dot, what's it, the... Yeah, the Delta Point micro. The Delta Point micros is uh, kind of a... It came out, a lot of people promoted it on Instagram, and everybody's making fun of it. But we'll talk about that a little bit, because we did... Uh, we were at a... Uh, together a month or so ago. Oh, yeah, we, we saw you saw... That was the last time I saw yeah. you. It was up at the loophole thing. So a couple months ago, yeah, we, we did that. And that we saw that micro dot, and I was like, eh. Because you think of sight window, like the Delta Point's got a monster sight window. It's awesome. And then you look at that and it's tiny. You're like, well, that's not, how are you going to see that? But it's, anyway, we'll dive into that later. It's awesome. Yeah. I, really, I really liked it. I was surprised. No, it um, was surprisingly, it works surprisingly well. Yeah. And especially when you, it's just, it's a great, I think it's just going to be a great option for a lot of guys. So yeah, it's just a different, you know, carry option or whatever. So, yeah. 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 So, okay. So. Uh, we got together. We did um, loophole. You 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 came up to Oregon. Uh, we met at the loophole range with uh, a couple guys, George and Sykes, and you know, um, just getting different people's opinions and 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 we're able to play with that reticle quite a bit. Get a little bit of content, and finally, you know, they're launching it. It's been you know they put it out um, before the finale, and they're working on production. Uh, they're everybody's behind in the firearms industry as you know this year the demand is insane so before this even started trying to keep up with, with demand for mark fives and other products has been crazy and now they're trying to get this going so um i talked with uh one of the guys there a couple days ago and they've got um everything they've made sold everything they're making is spoken for um they're running a batch of 100 i believe this this week finishing friday i think those are spoken for i'm trying to get my hands on a few i know you no, guys we even bumped your... up our order i bumped up mine because i yeah. was just like yeah we because we have um i don't know how many i think the first order we had they're all pre-sold and then sweet um, yeah just trying to get everything just ramped up because i think we have like over 100 if if not more on order with them right now so perfect well those are yeah. all yours so i'm gonna i'm gonna steal a couple <laughs> from that order because i need a few. I, I, yeah <laughs> so so those guys looking okay well let's let's back up so pr2 we've talked about this um before but um you know started working on rough designs quite a while ago i was doodling and drawing and and then we start into the into the cad system and then we make tweaks from there and we came out so this spring was the first um test reticle and we designated 0.05 center dot and then 0.05 lines which when you look at other scopes and they say they're 0.05 i think i've mentioned this before 0.05 line thickness doesn't mean the same thing apparently because they're drastically different looking depending on you know how they're calibrated with the focal planes and you know i don't know i'm not an engineer but when we we, manufacturer is comes out a little bit different that's mm -hmm. why you always have to you design it and then you get in the scope and then you see what it you know kind of truly comes out to yeah because the 0.05 that when we spec that because i've looked through a handful of other scopes that have that the one when we got it back, it was much thinner, which I really liked. But um, 
arguably the dots, they, they were very fine. So we need to thicken that up. We made a few more changes to the reticle. We kept the, 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 the format of the main horizontal crosshair down through the tree. We changed a, a variety of things. So, um, anyway, now they did that relatively quickly. We're on to production full bore. It's called the PR two. And that is, it's a, you know, a pretty, clean it's got everything you need in my opinion and nothing you don't um some people don't even like trees but every once in a while you get a holdover stage where they get pretty valuable so um it's got a light tree we've been shooting it you've been shooting it morgan's been shooting it nick Gardazzi, all these guys and and everyone everyone says it's great it doesn't obscure you got a clear a clear view um and what I found funny is as the pictures start to come out on the forums and different people, I oh, and, it, and I, it finished third yeah. in the PRS finale too. Yeah. And it was, I, th- <laughs> I think it was the most winning scope all year that, you know, the, the Mark five had more wins in the PRS NRL. I mean, halfway through the season it, it did. And, and we kept on rolling. So, um, I mean, it's, it's a, it's all that. There's a lot of good scopes. I'm not saying it's the best scope out there. I'm saying it's a, it's an awesome scope. And for the, it is the cheapest, best scope there is. I mean, you oh. can, sp- you can spend twice as much on a scope as a Mark five. Um, and I don't know if it, I don't know if it gets you any more anything. I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's the glass is good. The reticle is good. And, and again, we've, we've talked about this in the past, but, um, and, and no, no. And you're, you're completely, you know, correct about that. It's tough for that price point. There's other, there's another, you know, really, really good option. But as far as like an overall optic and glass clarity and, and tracking and reticle, it's, it cannot be beat. Um, yeah, yeah. and, and then that's the one thing that really surprised me too, is the, is the clarity of the glass was yeah. just like the German scopes that I was shooting before. And, and, um, yeah, we'll say the names. Super. I mean, we're sponsored by loophole. So we obviously promote them on full canon, yeah. but we, we don't, obviously there's tangents, there's night forces. You're, and you're specifically talking about, um, you were shooting. Um, I was shooting a, a Minox for a few years, yeah. uh, shooting for them. And then, you know, switched over to the Zico, yeah. um, which is probably one of the most popular scopes that we've been selling lately and it's and it's an amazing all-around optic but it's also you know almost twice as expensive exactly but yeah the glass is phenomenal on it and yeah yeah so that's and it's tough to go backwards in glass you know once you're used to you know top tier and and seeing you know being able to find targets when some guy you know people can't especially in a you know field type match so um yeah, I mean that's that was like the biggest thing for me, and then the fact that we were able to you know make the reticle that we wanted it was it mm-hmm. was just a no brainer. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so um, you guys have seen. If you haven't, just Google loophole PR two. It shows the whole thing. Obviously, when you're shooting it, you're zoomed in. You know, you, you don't see near as much. When you look at a picture on the internet, it's the entire the entire view out to the ends of everything, which you don't see when you're zoomed in, you, you know, you got your, your picture. That's all. So it's a lot more open than a, you know, an image on, on the internet shows. So I need to get some through the scope footage. Um, and, and then just yeah. and a lot of people see it, like plenty of people have seen it and played with it and, and, and they really like it. They get behind it like, Oh sweet. That makes sense. So, um, yeah, exactly. the, the, I think uh, a lot of, oh, go, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, we get, um, a lot of guys I, I, from what I've seen, you know, kind of get hung up on the quarter mill versus two tenths. Yep. But once you kind of go to quarter mill, 
you it's tough to go back because it, it's mm-hmm. got so many advantages over the two tens for the most you know for most of the shooting that I we agree. do I agree. Yeah. I'd say 99. Well, I, I mean, in my opinion, it's a hundred. I went from, yeah. I've said this before. I went to, went from two tenths to quarters. Cause I was forced to, cause at that time loophole didn't have anything else. They grew yeah. on me and now I've run f- both equally. And I feel like most of everybody that I've talked to is like, Oh, I don't like quarters. has never, has, ne- has never run them. And I would not have run them cause I love two tenths. And then I switched and I think it's better. Um, yeah. two tenths aren't bad. I just, Anyway, I just want to – I'm defending the quarters a little bit because I went from two that I loved, two quarters, and I had the, I had the choice, and a bunch of us had the choice. All of us that were as – as this reticle progressed and there's more and more feedback and input into it, we had that discussion a lot, obviously, because two-tenths are the most popular out there. And we all, 100%, there was no debate at all that we all wanted quarters. Um, yep. And – and we've all we've given them a fair shake. So I some of the funny stuff. I love the I love people on the internet. Like oh that's a, that's horrible. That's funny. I had there was one guy that was like I can't believe loophole would be so dumb to put a mill turret oh, yeah. on a scope and put quarter quarters on the reticle. And he was assu- he was assuming the reticle was an MOA. So point two five yeah. MOA. I was like no, oh the, dude the, just the internet especially the forums they have you know. <laughs> There's a lot of good information on there, but oh, then yeah. there's a lot, you know. Well, of there's just the internet commandos, and that's yeah. Everybody and, knows, and then that's and most guys, yeah, and a lot of guys, obviously, they they'll never utilize the the optic or the reticle or even their rifle system no. to its potential. But yeah. and that's fine because there's guys that they have, a, you know, they they buy or they use, you know, their equipment however they want, which is which is great. You, there's yeah, no yeah. one sided story, but yeah, we made it like this because we found that this was is going to be the most effective for mm-hmm. what we do yeah and also thing too um i you know but yeah it's the best that we can do for for essentially you know the game that we play or or yep. how we we do utilize it yeah so. for sure so it's funny i love the osaka dude I'd remain nameless but uh he, he's like <laughs> the more i we work on products the the uh what i found is the more negative reception on forums the more product of the the better the product is oh yeah <laughs> i was like I'm, i was I'm like that's solid. solid oh that and that was so true because i did audi racing for like 10 years and yeah. we designed and developed a lot of like performance and, and ra- ra- racing parts and yeah online yeah it's it was usually the when there was the most controversy is when that product did the best so that's awesome. It's all good. That's awesome. Yeah. If it doesn't garner any, any discussion or anything, I guess then, well, whatever, it wasn't, wasn't it's cool just, enough. So, yeah. but anyway, I just, yeah. So let's see more, more details. The right now it's just available. The Mark five, five twenty five. street price is going to be around 2000. I believe so five to 25 yep. and seven to 35, um, will right. be in the PR. We'll have the PR They're two getting, for right now. And so, and they, are they going to do the seven thirty five? soon or are they trying they're catching up with are they catching their i thought they were catching they're, up with 525 and then they're going to roll into 735 or is that are they going to try to combine yeah, for, them for production right now yeah 5 to 25 is priority um mm-hmm. but and then 735 7 to 35 um i'm not sure when but i know it's going to be soon it might mm-hmm. be might be next month but okay um, cool that's sooner know. than i thought right on you've been talking <laughs> to they, them about more about, about selling them because i just yeah. i love the 525 so i'm not as interested in the 735 for whatever reason so and then hopefully i think at some point 
in the three to eighteen. Yes, we we don't have you know any kind of ETA on that yet. No, no. But there's been I've got people asking me that. So oh yeah, the I you know the release date. I told you know people messaged me. I told them you know we're December January, and that was and there were some available that went instantly. And so the guy's checking up with me. I'm trying to respond on messages as fast as I can. I get a lot of them. Um, They are coming. They're working hard. They're ordering these reticles and batches from the the glass etching. I don't know what the technical name is. People that make the actually make the glass reticle pieces. That's one thing that Leupold at this point does not do in house. They ordered that little tiny lens um, um, out out of house. So they wait for those and then they and then they put everything together. So they are going like crazy. The demand's been great. I love it. Um, I just want to get caught up. So I need some too. I only have one production PR two. <laughs> I, like, I, I know I, I got to I got some guns swap ready. Swap out, yeah. Swap out some some optics this year too with, with yeah. some more of them. Yeah. So um, so that's coming. Um, you want to hit on the PR one a little bit while we're at it. And speaking yeah. of two tenths, you know, a different, a little different twist too. So why don't you well, talk on that for a minute? Yeah, so the PR1, um, it's going to be similar to the PR2, but without a tree. And then they also are going back to two tenths on that. Um, there was a couple contracts that um, needed it, mm-hmm. and they fulfilled it for that. But also, it's kind of an option. So if guys do want two tenths, yeah. you have the, the PR1 option. Um, and that's going to be available in in you know the 5 to 25, 7 to 35, and the 3 to 18 for right now. And it's going to be... Um, non-illuminated and illuminated. That's cool. Just a super clean, so just a horizontal, yeah. vertical, reticle with, you know, two tints up and down, just a really clean exactly. reticle. I mean, that would be competent. I, I could use that it's, in a comp. I mean, I, oh, part, my personal, I wish it was quarters, but the two tints is, is great and super clean. Easily, like an awesome yeah. hunting scope too. Yeah, easily. And um, it's, it's basically going to be, you know, more of a, it's going to be clean like the TMR, but with more information. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the TMR is what I've been running in my three to eighteens for hunting. Yeah. Um, and I don't. Part of me, I'm going, man. I, I could. So I'll just switch to that PR one for hunting. And then my, the other part of me is like the TMR has half one mil, one and a half, two, just you know, half mil increments. And it's nice because when somebody else gets to my gun, I can just say, hey, hold on the first hash mark to the left put that where you want the bolt to go instead of holding, Hey, go three marks over or go to the first big mark. And then one small one for 1.2 or, you know, it's easier to coach somebody off the gun when there's less marks, you know, less hashes, obviously the only thing I'm not a huge fan of the open center of the TMR. It's worked great. It's awesome for hunting. It's fine. But I do, I love that center dot so much. And I, I, so that's why it would be real tempting for me to switch the PR one on the, on my three to 18 hunting scopes. And that's what was nice about the PR1 illuminated version, or sorry, not the PR1, yeah, but the, the, TMR, the TMR, TMR illuminated had the center dot, loved it. And yeah. so, yeah, the PR1's going to kind of fulfill that that niche too. Yep. Yep. You're right on. So let's, oh. my, the, the, the Delta pump micros is way out of our, uh, our wheel house, but we do shoot a fair bit of pistols and let's touch on it real quick just cause it's new and it's kind of cool, but, um, yeah, we'll touch on that and then we'll just kind of touch on the, the weights of the five to 25. Oh, no, three. no, keep going on those. That's a, that's a super yeah, good point. So another cool thing about the five to 25 is you're getting a full feature um, optic essentially to do mm. whatever you want, but it comes in at 30 ounces. Yep. So you can, you can use it for either, you know, PRS NRL or for hunting. Yep. Um, and, and I think it's going to 
be really popular for the NRL hunter match because yes. you're trying to make weights for, for, you know, a couple different classes and you're basically trying to build the best or trying to use the best rifle in, in that weight category. And when you can have a, essentially a full, you know, feature optic at that weight point, I mean, it's, it's going to be tough to beat that. And especially at that price point. Um, and then, I'm planning on, you know, I'm going to be switching to the three to 18 on my main hunting rifle this year, Yeah, but I could easily, just because it's a little bit lighter at 26 ounces, more mm-hmm. compact, but I could easily run a five to 25 on my hunting rifle. Um, just because the weight is, is it matches most other, um, yep. hunting scope. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, that's, that's kind of what I've done with my hunting setups so with my lightweight. There's one area I'm not willing to sacrifice at all as a scope. And so you know, exactly. I'm going to run a Mark five on my hunting guns. Um, there's yeah. just, I'm not going to go. There's, I know guys that like the VH, the VX six HD and the five and, and those are good scopes from what I've heard. I've shot a handful of deer really deer with the VX six. Yeah. Um, but when I'm going on a, a hunt, like I trust the Mark five so much now, you know, and I just haven't had the experience with the VH six or the five. So I'm going to run a Mark five. I just, they're tanks. I love them. I trust them. Um, and so what I've done on the, on my hunting guns is like my bigger kind of, I kind of building guns through the years before I got into competition, I built all kinds of different light and heavy and big and small and just, Oh, I don't like that. Get rid of that. Build another one. Okay. That's good. And kind of my general rules of thumbs are lighter guns in the six, five ish calibers. Like I love a six, five PRC that's eight or nine pounds finished, um, nine and a half even, I love that with, you know, a 24 inch barrel, 22 inch barrel with a three, six to 18. It's just a compact. The scope is small. Um, the, the gun is small. And then when I go up to my, my 30 cals with a 26 inch barrel, you know, heavier recoil, a little heavier gun, maybe a 12 pound range is what I really like is that 12 to 14, yeah. um, on the thirties. Then I generally step up to that 525 cause I, I want a little bit more weight, and then obviously on my 338s that are heavier, 14 to 16, um, um, I don't care, you know, you, you got room for weight. So I'm running, always running a 525, but no. that's kind of how yeah. I broke it down. And I love the size. It's not, you know, 26 and 30 ounces between the three to six, 3.6 to 18 is, is, is 26 and the 525 is 30. So it's four ounces. Right. But what I really like is the compactness of that 3.6 to 18 It is just this short, awesome little scope you put these put them in low rings it's got it's a 44 mil objective objective you can set it down real low it's just i just love that thing so that's yeah kind of how i've thought and broke down my guns over the years in regards to hunting um hunting sizes i don't want a eight pound 338 and, I, and i've tried that stuff i've like well <laughs> lighter's better so i'm going to build a i built some really light 300 ultra mags over the years um and you know shooting bullets at 3,100, 3,200 feet a second out of, you know, eight and a half pound guns. And they're just, it's, they're, they're, it's, there's always, there's compromise. And I've just found that I don't, I don't like them as much. They're a little tougher to shoot in compromised positions. And there's just, there's sweet spots in all of those. So, um, I'm the, I'm the exact same way I have. And I think the six, five PRC is, is, you know, probably ideal for that little, you know, compact, lightweight rifle right or, now. Or but the 6.8 Western, because that's going to take I, over yeah. the world. 
Yeah. Um, my, my little hunting rifle is a, is a 20 inch six, five Creed that yeah. I love. It's a little XLR chassis, titanium action from Lone Peak. Um, sweet and that thing just, and I, and I hammers and you know, you run it suppressed yep. short enough. Um, and that's the thing. It's just lightweight, compact, um, with the three to 18 and it's perfect because the recoil, yep. you know, yep. it, it can, the recoil is not an issue with it to where my 30, um, or my 300 Norma, I don't want it to be super lightweight because then yep. it's not, you know, there is just a balance and, um, yeah. I'm not going to be packing that out on some crazy hunts. So yeah. I yeah. want that to be like you in the 11, 12 pound range, mm-hmm. you know, fully built out with a five to 25 because, you know, you're going to have longer shots possibly or however it is, but yeah, and a lot there, of you it, see your shots better and spot exactly. everything. We, uh, coming from the con thing, you we, now, I just hate not seeing where bullets go. And you, you oh, build yeah. a nine pound or an eight pound, 300, um, like, or Norma or whatever, you know, shooting two fifteens, two thirties, like gets a little bit tough to spot shots. You know, if you're on a perfectly flat and you dig your bipod in, you get all ready to roll, then you can still do it sometimes, but on, like awkward positions, good luck. You're, you're going to, you know, it's just you're rocky up and down. You're going to bounce off and you, you know, you really want to see where those shots land. So exactly. There's just a right tool for each job yep. and then, you know, uh, and it's all about balance. So, yep. and we all need more than one gun. So just, that's, yeah, that's I fun mean, too. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, and even more than two. So yeah, yeah. Oh, the, I'm just, this is selfish questions, but so I've been, I've been shooting and building quite a few six by PRCs. And I really like them that 80 G brass, one, 56 burgers that combo for me has just been been amazing um i do i do want a shorter barrel and i feel like the prc starts to give up i don't know i'm going back and forth like i'd like to build a 20 inch something and i don't what what kind of speeds are you getting out of your 20 inch i'm just curious so, you like your creed i know this is like insider info but no <laughs> i love that little 20 inch 65 creed um, I'm actually running the 135 burgers um, mm. around like 2780 to 2800, kind of just depending on, on the weather. But I'm running Varget because oh, okay. you know it's a little bit faster burning, so um, it just I get a Some little bit top better secret speed. stuff right here. I like this. Yeah, no, because of, because of the uh, um, the 20 inch. You know, I tried you know several different ones. You know, 4350, which they all mm-hmm. did well, but it seemed like Varget just was the most consistent, especially at that speed. Okay, um, it it's a little bit not it's not hot, but I mean it's definitely you know, and I've pushed it a little bit harder, but yeah, it's just that's what that rifle likes, and it does the same thing every single time. That's so, pretty sweet. Yeah, so it's a great little setup, and 135s at you know even 2775. I mean, they're going to get the job done, you yeah. know, up to ever distance. And we what? shot that out. We were shooting those little wolf targets or those oh, yeah. at Brandon's, and I mean, it hammers out past a thousand all day long. So. Yeah, yeah, that thing was pretty sweet. So, yeah. what uh, do you know the BC off those top top ahead? The, I'm I'm running them at like 300. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. So and. They just, they're so easily, you know, to, to do low development for, they're easy to tune. Um, I've also tried the 135 a tips and they work really well too. So okay. either, cool. either one's fine, but, yeah. um, yes, the 135 burger hunters, uh, I don't want to give that information out cause now everybody's going <laughs> to, they're, I mean, they've been one of the easier bullets I've, I've ever tuned. So. Okay. That's cool. 
Okay, that's a, that seems like a cool because I've been wanting a short gun. I just like man, I just I don't want to build a gun like a PRC or these big these bigger rounds and then have unburnt powder or deal having to switch something that's not ideal for the cartridge. And I, I, feel, I feel like the Creed is maybe a little oh, bit yeah. better suited for a short barrel like that than and I'd even PRC. And I, for sure. And I I would even go eighteen next, especially if you really? run. Suppressed. Dude, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. especially suppressed. It's just nice short. You're still getting some good speed. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just cool cool little setup that's um, cool that's i've been jonesing for a thermal i'm like man just a little <laughs> short barrel thermal i can't yeah. i'm not gonna spend the money but that's like on my wish list i want to start working on a gun like that and just in case it come across a good deal on a, a halo lr or something like that so um, um dude that's six six five creeds you yeah. know because i kind of ran that last year in yeah. my comp gun um yeah, yeah, I got I mean, a lot of questions about that. People are like, people, people love that because everyone, it gets boring. Everyone's like, BR, BRA, Dasher, BRX, then yeah. a little, you know, a little GT, a little Creed, a few, you know, a few of those. But mainly everyone's running on a BR variant. So it's fun when someone's like, hey, wreck and shop with a 6.5 Creed. <laughs> yeah. No, and so. now that I have more time, like I basically ran it for most of the year, like in and out of, you know, depending on, uh, I ran my six, I ran the six GT last year, um, for mm-hmm. about half the matches too, but, and then the seven millimeter before I only ran that in a couple matches. Yeah. Um, but we did, I mean, we saw at that, um, the Cali match, yep. um, that it does like, so I ran it and it was great at most matches, but there are scenarios to where you're at the disadvantage. And yep. one of them is like, when there's a lot of movement or, you know, the times are all fat. Like I think what every stage was 90 seconds, just about yeah, day, or we had a- day two, day one was two. And then day or day, yeah. day one was two minutes and day two was 90 seconds with a lot of movement. We it was had a, to move. Yeah, yeah. We had to move like 12 times on, on a lot of stages. And, yeah. and that's where I, especially the wind wasn't blown super hard. You know, the targets, you know, weren't super far. That yeah, was where that, they have I a, was. They have a smaller range. I think our longest shots were 800. We talked a, a little bit about that, but it was a it was it was yeah. one of my favorite matches of the year because they didn't they didn't have anything super long, but every stage was different and fun and challenging. And exactly. the wind other was, than your uh, your positional stage. Well, that's a t- <laughs> oh my gosh, I, worst stage I've ever had in in my shooting oh, career, oh, hands man. down. We, I, we, it was just it was oh yeah. So it, that was an absolute train wreck. But um, the uh, the wind obviously longer ranges and wind and field matches um, is where that six five creed and that those bigger bolts are going to shine this was uh dry dusting conditions so you could usually always see a little any i mean you could see a 22 bullet out there because it was such it was there's no grass real short you'd see where everything landed almost i think on every single target so pretty easy to see so you didn't need the size of the six five creed on that um and then shorter ranges and there wasn't a lot of wind so so it was kind of interesting you did take that gun you did well but you could just see that there was this tiny just a few different spots where it's like man it just takes a little longer to to run exactly. that bigger thing you know just a, yeah. a little different setup and, and you maybe that adds up to just a few points i mean you still shot really well but it wasn't the ideal tool so there is a balance there and trying to trying to guess because you were making decisions we stayed at your place and you're like man creed or or you know or the gt and you're like and you're like i've got creed ammo loaded up i'm just taking it yeah. and so i was like it sweet just, 
and and that's the thing. It does. Yeah. It's just the right tool for the job. And, and if there's a lot of movement and fast times and, and because when you get set up on the rifle, you do have to, you know, have, be in a little bit better position. You do have to have a little bit better fundamentals for and sure. it takes a little bit longer to make sure you're settled in and then follow up shots take a little bit longer. And when yep. there's, you know, 10 different, you know, positions and you have 90 seconds, it all adds up. It does. So. Yeah. You got to make sure you yeah. Cause you're going to miss You're going to not see where some of the stuff goes. Cause there were some awkward positions, um, yeah. on, on, you know, on a few of those things that, you know, you're, and you're moving so fast. It does. Uh, it does. So that was, a, that was a good example. I mean, I've se- we've seen it go both ways. I mean, that is your, you love the big guns, like for the Hornady PRC match. Yeah. And so just getting to know the matches and, 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 and and then ultimately you got to make a guess. Obviously, if you're driving, you could throw them both in if you want to spend that much time reloading. But, um, but yeah, try to try to guess when you're the right tool for the job. Kind of like the hunting scenario. It is kind of fun exactly. to have those two different. I, I kind of want to. I want to build a six five creed or something bigger like that because it does look fun. Like when you like the prone so stage, you fun. clean the troop line. It just, it just, it's such a better it's 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 noticeable to watch the bullet fly watch the bullet hit and those if you were at a you know a uh, a prone heavy match longer ranges field match it's just an it's an absolute no brainer um yeah but then anyway so that's fun but are you going to you going to keep running for for this next year so, what do you so yeah yeah next year planning on just running the you know the GT and then the 65 creed mm-hmm. and just depending i mean sometimes it depends on what i have ready like if i have one loaded or or easier to load sometimes i just take that but um yeah i'm gonna kind of play i want to shoot both of them because i i love both they both hammer for me um but yeah certain you know higher wind or more field type matches i i love the six five so yeah are you running are you running small primer in that or large yeah small small primer uh lapua brass okay Uh, so it doesn't it's not going to help you with the shortage of large primers are easier to find for a while so i guess that's irrelevant i mean (laughs) everything's kind of tough right now if i had to switch i I don't there wouldn't be an issue but no um, yeah just small rifle primer and and uh 156 burgers so yeah okay so are impossible to find and and i've seen selling for like 300 bucks per hundred on the gun broker dude that's crazy i've got some i don't have enough to go burn a match because i'm saving for hunting so i've got enough to break in a barrel and, and, and do low development and, yeah. and kill some stuff. So, which is kind of, I'm focusing on pretty heavy. We're working on, but I'm, oh, I just miss hunting. So I'm sick of COVID. I'm tired of, of all, I just, uh, yeah, I want to go on some hunts <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so be- for mention, um, so CS, uh, as far as, uh, purchasing you know those loophole scopes from the dealer do you have any time frames on when stock will be coming in or so just kind of tb I, yeah yeah like you said we were you know kind of touching base um they are building um mm-hmm. at least 100 more uh, 5 to 25s with a pr2 um in the next couple weeks okay. and then we have a lot on order so whatever allotment we're going to be getting, which I'm sure is going to be a a pretty good quantity. Mm -hmm. Um, what we've been doing is just doing a pre-sale. So if guys are interested, some guys just outright buy it. They're just like, Hey, I don't care. I'm going to buy it anyways. But what we typically do is we just do, 
a pre-sale to where you don't put anything down. It just gets you in line. And, um, once okay. we know the scopes are shipping to us or once we get them, then we, you know, do payment at that point in time. So it just, it's just easy. So, um, but we are getting, we did get an early batch. I think it was like five or 10 and they, they came in and went out the same day. They were already pre-sold. So oh, really? Okay. Def- yeah. So definitely a lot of interest, but you know, everybody's been, been really, really liking it. So good. No, I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's fun to, fun to do that. It's fun to work with loophole. Yeah. So, okay, cool. So and we'll try to keep you posted. Like I say, I say that on here and I get messages. I'm like, man, we're just, you know, when I, when they're in and they're like, Hey, get them, they're out. Like, you know, we'll keep talking about it, but it's demand is heavy. And this year in all of the firearm industry is insane. And I don't know that it's going to get any better for a while. <laughs> Just, yeah, if you if you want something, it's just you need to just pull the trigger on it right now because, I you know who knows it might be another you know one to two to four years before things kind of settle back down. So yeah, yep. uh, that's great. And crazy. then you want to we can kind of touch on the Hawkins. Um, yeah, go ahead and t- you, know, you lined it up. So go go yeah, ahead. I, yeah. You know, so um, Hawkins, you know, because we, we we sell them and they're great. You know, ring and mount setup. Mm-hmm. Um, they contacted us. They want to do a giveaway, uh, for this podcast, which is awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we'll, I, John, you'll, you'll see, you know, we'll announce how, how you're going to pick the winner, but, um, they're yeah. going to, you can either choose the light tactical 35 millimeter or the heavy tactical 35 millimeter, um, for the loopholes and both mm-hmm. really good options. I like the Hawkins too, cause they're super clean, um, super easy, and they come with a bubble level, so they cool. do a lot, um, and they they're really good value for for what you get. So, and yeah. I mean, I think probably one of the the number one or most popular rings out there right now. So, yeah, I need to look into those yep. for the for the three to six to eighteen. Um, yeah, that low. Oh yeah, for sure. I've been using those worn. I think it's the Mountain Tech ring for that for, for ah. the forty four. I really like those, um, but Hawkins support worn. You know, there's just it's companies support us, so it's it's fun to support them. I've got some other Hawkins stuff that's awesome, so they do a good job. Yeah. So um, anyway, check that out. So I don't, I'm not an expert on giveaway. I just you know <laughs> follow those guys. Um, you know, give them some love. Tag when when I post this on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Just just tag a couple of buddies and tag Hawkins and um, or tell them thanks or whatever. And then I'll just I'll just pick a, pick a guy out of there um, in the next week or two um, as we do a podcast. We're still still kind of feeling like off season, so we're not rolling on podcasts like as much as normal. I'm still in the middle of my house and uh, you know all that stuff. So. I'm looking forward to getting rolling, getting, you know, getting everything ordered and stuff. So as soon as we do podcasts, we'll, we'll announce that, but tag a couple of buddies, tag Hawkins. Um, and then we'll pick it out and, and let you guys, um, you know, kind of just if you want the light or the heavy and we'll go from there. So, and, and 35 mil. So it is specifically for the loophole scope. So consider yeah. that, um, when you, when you do that. So, um, you want to touch base on the hunter match? Yeah, next? let's talk about that a little bit. You, uh, uh, you, Jake, and uh, Brandon, um, who's uh, who's your buddy? Who's got a, a, a beautiful piece of land down there um, by you? Um, putting on uh, in our hunter match in March. So let's. Uh, I'm going to be kind of. I'm. I'm not officially. I w- was going to be official match director, and, I, and I'm going to step away from that um, just for some other reasons. Just some. Just a bunch, some stuff I got going on. So nothing, nothing, nothing important or whatever. But um, I'm, you know, the Inner Hunter's got a lot of uh, 
a lot of talk going about it. You know, uh, I hope it's successful. It's a, it's a, it's a cool idea. I think that hunter market is huge, uh, in comparison to, uh, precision rifle, as far as the PRS NRL, you know, we're pretty niche, pretty dedicated, but pretty specialized rigs. Um, I think there's a lot of room, um, in the hunting world as, as long range hunting is growing and becoming more and more and more popular where, you know, two, 300 yards used to be considered long. And now most guys are in that five, 600 yard range. And so I love the idea of getting guys out who think, I think there's a lot of unrealistic, unrealistic expectations, um, that guys, some guys have like, Oh yeah, I can hit a thousand yards every time. Well, you can't, you, if I go put a 10 inch target out at a thousand yards, I don't know how many people are going to miss out on their first shot, but a lot. Oh, yeah. And I think the more you shoot, the more you realize how much you miss that target. And I think the less you shoot, you just think it's going to hit. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, especially in new environments, new ranges, new conditions and yeah, awkward positions. Yeah. You're not on a bench. So, yeah. So uh, I love the idea of that hunter to get people out there and be like, okay, well, I just shot this the whole match. You know, I shot a hundred rounds and I shot 60% or 50% or 70%. So, you know, 50, you're missing half your shot. So just to take those things into consideration and become a better hunter, become a more efficient hunter, become a wiser hunter on your decisions you make and, and all those things. So anyway, the hunting stuff is kicking off. We don't really know how it's going to go. I think there's a first match in Nebraska. It's cold, it's nasty weather, and it's a people, I think a lot of people don't have their guns ready yet. So I don't know. It's going to be, I think a little lighter attendance. And I think through the year as it gains momentum and people get their, 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 their situation sorted out. Um, I think it's going to be interesting. So, um, yeah. you, uh, you want to talk about, um, yeah. some more details on that? Yeah. So it's going to be, um, the JC steel, uh, hunter challenge presented by CS optics and, um, it's going to be at in Arbuckle at Brandon Beat Arts um, Freedom Ranch that him and and a couple of his other business partners they own, you know, several thousand acres, a bunch of different properties where we you know do training at. But mm-hmm. this one's just going to be a complete you know field type um, setup. Uh, this location we can shoot 360 degrees. We'll probably limit that just for people to come in and out. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of rolling hills. Um, California, but you know, the good part of California. Oh yeah. I, uh, I attested that cause I was down there and I was like, yeah. I didn't know there was a good part of California and sure enough there is. So, um, no, I, it's, it's the same as every other state. Most of the state's cool and a couple places suck just like Oregon and Washington and everywhere else. So anyway, so there's a, it's a cool property. You know, we shoot a lot of pigs out there, a lot of coyotes. So we well, shoot at some pigs. I think we, we, yeah, reha- we rehashed that yeah. once. I may as well bring that up. I, I think I'm better at just shooting them at night maybe i don't know dude, I mean, freaking just, biggest yeah. pig i've ever seen oh so dude, it was awesome. like the side of a, a freaking barn it looked like a cow almost <laughs> yeah continue uh, to give give bird a hard time about that when you see him so so this match it's going to be um march 26th through the 28th uh sightings uh friday march 26th the match 27th 28th it's definitely coming up where you know we were pushing the season kind of, they just got it together. So making a push to get, you know, we're going to have a maximum of a hundred shooters just kind of just want to get this first one done, you know, have it go smooth and then, you know, possibly expand on, on later. But the hunter series, it's cool. It's a little bit different. Um, all the stages are going to be for the most part blind to the shooter. So unlike, you know, most PRS or NRL matches where, you know, you could find targets, 
Um, you, you know what positions you're watching other people shoot. You're going to be starting in a different position. Um, and then the, while you're on the clock, the time's going to start. You run up to the actual shooting position with all your gear, get on, you know, in position, find the targets, range the targets and engage the targets, you know, either in the order specified or in the positions. Um, hmm. there sh- there's a maximum of eight rounds per stage, but the first round impacts are worth two points. And if you miss the first one, you engage it again for, for a point. But if you, if you hit it the first time, then you just move on to either the next position or target. So we're only, we're going to run 20 stages, um, a maximum of either 160 rounds. But if you hit every target, you know, you, you might only shoot 80 rounds so to shoot weekend, 160. So. You'd have to miss every single first round shot. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So you're not going to do that. So it's going to so, be less, so, which is nice. Cause then it's a little easier on your barrels, which generally are going to not going to be a BR BR base. Cause they need to meet. I think the way Scott has it set up is, is it needs to meet, meet a power factor. Um, it, it needs to be at, uh, at least a six, five for the most part. I think there's some 25 cows depending on speed that you could probably get it up to. Um, with a six, I, I just don't think you're going to be able to make power factor and then be under, you know, uh, I don't know if there's a speed limit, but you're going to have to just, get up to a DTAC and then yeah. run it pretty hot. It, it pr- yeah. probably wouldn't be the ideal, the ideal situation. I, I don't know how that will evolve. Uh, you know, I have some, we all have different opinions. I mean, I know a lot of guys that hunt with two forty threes and, and, and oh, six yeah. mil variants. So it is kind of weird to me with some of this stuff. You know, I voice, we had, had a lot of discussion with Scott and he's a sharp guy and he's been doing these and he just he i think part of it is just trying to keep the little the little dashers and stuff out of the game which which i understand that aspect um it's but at the same time there's a lot of six milk cartridges that use get used for hunting so um especially on like the deer the sheep side um you know a little smaller so but for now there's a power factor which in general you're going to want to be six five or higher just to keep it to six, simple six five or higher um you know, at least a six, five 47 or bigger. Yeah. Um, and, and then a certain speed too, um, to make that power factor. But it's usually, I'd say, you know, conservatively shooting 140 grain bullets, um, you know, a 25, I thought, or sorry, 27, 25, I think makes it. So mm-hmm. anything above that, um, you know, you'll okay. get it. So talk about, uh, they got a couple different classes. I believe it's 12, is it 12 pounds and under? And then yeah, so 12 to 16. They, so there's a couple different categories. Obviously we have our different opinions on this. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see it, it kind of just be open, just be one weight class and under. And then there's mm-hmm. a production category that's, that's one weight class and under. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not too sure on the production side. I think they, they gave a, a list of the qualifying production brand of rifles. So you can buy any rifle, and I'm sure you, and I think you could put any scope on it. it. Just has to be under a certain weight limit, and then I don't think you can modify the rifle or or too extensively. Yeah. Um, and it, then the open is right now. It's either open light at 12 pounds and under, and then open heavy at 16 pounds and under, and I, and that includes uh, bipod as well. Okay. So. And before we get too far in the weeds, I know, um, I believe there's a, a if you. I just want people to go shoot and I hate to scare newer guys off and uh, with a a bunch of rules and stuff. So, um, if you were going to do this, um, I believe 
anybody can go shoot with any any gun. You just you can go there and do. I think for the most part. Um, you may not be eligible for points tracking. So if you, there's a match yeah. by your house, just go shoot it. And who cares about the rules or the classes? Or It's like when I went and shot USPSA last year. Like, I think I had an open gun with minor ammo and all this stuff. I don't care. Oh, I'm, not, yeah. I'm just, I want to go shoot and I want to get better at, uh, with, with my handgun. So I, I, and I don't, and I'm, I'm the same way with you. I don't want these rules to kind of scare off anybody. No. Um, they kind of put them in place so people can't game them. But if you just want to come out and, and have fun and shoot your first match, or and this is something a little bit different, or, or you're more of a hunter and this is more up your alley, yeah. just bring out you know kind of whatever you have and and you know we'll make it work. So. Yeah, bring out your Woodstock, you know whatever yeah. your your thirty out six. I mean you're gonna get it's gonna hurt a little bit. That's a lot of shooting, but um, <laughs> but bring out whatever you got. Bring out a two forty three. Don't make power factor. I don't care. Like I want people to shoot, and that's my when 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 this NRL the hunter thing came out. I was like, man, I just want I want to get guys that aren't in the competition series shooting and and some yeah. of these rules are a little difficult and a little overwhelming and we'll i think navigate through that and and um and see how that goes it's gonna, but, it's gonna evolve you know as will. everything does it will. um this yeah. is something new but i i think it's a good opportunity um you good know, to cater, and it's, yep yep so, cater towards yeah. towards hunters and then improve like hey get better like i know prs nrl has made me a, a, a fast efficient like Shooting stuff in the field seems easy. If you feel like you have time all day, oh, yeah. it's just it's it just it's going to help you no matter what. So, um, and I th- this could help you know guys that just shoot PRS or you know NRL normal matches because yeah. it's going to help people kind of get on target you know faster you know find targets you know just have their gear more squared away and maybe even be you know have better fundamentals because you're shooting a lighter weight you know heavier caliber rifle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. Let's. Well, we didn't plan on talking about this, but I, I think know. some of the ways the, um, like it's, it's, it's generally, uh, supposed to be blind range and engage, find range and engage. Correct. Yes, that's correct. So if you go out there with your little handheld range finder, and then you're trying to scroll through your Kestrel, I think there is time because I think the time periods are generous, but you're going to have to be very efficient. And I think this brings into the yes. discussion, some of these packages that you guys all know about, but a lot of people still don't utilize correctly or trust enough. I don't think, but man, the, the binos, uh, with, you know, laser and ballistics, the, the SIGs, the SIG has had theirs out forever. The kilo, the, like the 2400, the, there's all kinds of different, the, um, a lot of different people come out with this ballistic versions. I believe Swaro just announced one. I, have, I don't know if it's going to pan out or what, but you know, built in ballistics like has got them. Zeiss has got them. You know, everyone's working on different versions of those. There's those things are so valuable in a hunting situation in regards oh. to speed. And, and when you play with those, like it takes me a while to trust a piece of gear. And so when I, like, I've, I've had Leicas and Zeisses and Sigs and all kinds of, I've had all the different ones I've played with all, like anytime a new ballistic one comes out, I want to play with it. And, you know, I take that out with my Kestrel and I just, while I'm shooting or practicing, every time I go to change a target, I just range it with the binos and compare it. And you can get those things to be within a tenth pretty easily or less or be dead on out to, you know, a thousand pretty consistently and that's kind of how i've treated those binos or those those kits is 
I I can trust that my ideally in a hunting situation I want to use I want to use those for like six to eight hundred yards. I've taken further shots. I use my binos on a stone sheep at um, just around, right around eight hundred this last year, and that's all I use. I didn't use my kestrel, and I had it. Um, and but I but I had built trust in that system and ranging stuff and checking stuff over and over and over just to compare the two and make sure they're on. Generally, if I'm going to have a long shot on an animal, which I'm not encouraging, but I you know I've taken some some shots on animals that are very long and and because of the different situations dead calm conditions and you know canyons where we couldn't cross or see them once we got on the other side there's a variety of reasons i'm not endorsing long shots but when i have try to when i get to a thousand i do like to pull my kester out i like to run crosswind jump and really enter a bunch of variables that maybe those standalone systems don't have but man when you dial those those uh, you know, those binos or, you know, the, the combination units in, it sure does feel like a thousand and in those things are, are spot on. And that's going to be perfect situation for the oh, Hunter yeah. series. I think I, I just, I think the Kestrel kind of goes out the window, make yourself a wind sheet, um, a cheat sheet, arm board or, or shoot off data cards. Just like a this, dope, just a, just a complete a, data card for yep, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Either one of those. I, I've, and I've had it both ways. I've had, I've been on the same hunt to where I've had it to where, I'd needed that quick range and the quick, you know, dope from that range to get on the animal. Yep. And then the same hunt, you know, we found the animal, it was, it was bedded. Um, and we were, we could only get in about 800 out, but we had time to set up, you know, get a good range, get a mm-hmm. good wind reading, use the cash roll. Yep. It's always good to have it as a backup 100%. But for, for most, most of the situations, yeah, with the technology now with, you know, several manufacturers making yeah. internally ballistic, um, good range finding, you know, binos or even handhelds, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a, it's a game changer because, um, it'll do, you know, get you 98% there. Yep. Yep. And I think for this series, yeah, I think that's, that's going to be ideal. Just find the target range, them, write your dope down, go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, and- I'm excited to see how, the, how gear evolves because when, if, when I started in the PRS and I think when a lot of people started, you see a speed limit of 3,200 feet a second. And yeah. you're like, well, I'm going to go 3,200 feet a second because obviously faster is better. And now everybody is running 28, 2,900 <laughs> feet a second. And you're like, that doesn't make any sense. But the sport has evolved and it's just this fine balance, balance of consistency and, and being able to visually watch stuff and recoil and all these things. And it's going to be interesting to see how the Hunter series evolves in regards to caliber choice. Um, gun weights, optics, uh, binocular rangefinder. It's, uh, it, I, I'm kind of, that, that's kind of going to be fun to see at the end of the season, kind of how, because everyone's trying different stuff, trial and error, and, and it's going to narrow down. It just would, what it does in, in competition. So it, it will be kind of fun to see what the standouts are. Yeah. And it's awesome because it does drive technology and, and drive, you know, mm-hmm. manufacturers to develop and make new products that, you yep. know, optimize that. And it's cool. Yeah. PRS, you know, or normal matches, you know, we know the range is really well. Yep. So you, the speed is not as big of a deal to where, yeah, maybe the hunter series, because people are ranging fast and, yep. and having something that's a little flatter might, you know, get you that impact. So it, it is going to be cool to kind of see mm-hmm. how that evolves. Um, yeah. 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 I think it will be a little bit more, a little bit more speed for range uncertainty, yeah. a little bit more speed for wind. You're not standing there studying the wind, looking at the targets all the time. You're going to run up the hill or come around a corner and you're like exposed to this, you know, maybe you're shooting a different direction. And you didn't have your wind values, right? So a little bit more guessing on the fly 
And exactly. so a little bit more speed, a little bit more BC is going to be more yeah. important than the other way. So I, that's kind of one thing I'm real excited about at the end of the year to kind of see what shakes out on top. It's, 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 it's it should be fun. So, yeah. um, yeah. So you guys, well, how many, I can't remember how many hundred matches are, but you guys, how many are there? The first one I think is Nebraska. And then is there schedule wise, is there a couple before you? Um, I think there's, uh, yeah, I think there's Canada. one or more the New Mexico. Yeah. I believe. So you're the uh, third, you're the third of the fourth match of the season. So pretty early yeah. in the year. So it'll, it'll be fun to see how everything's shaking out. I know a lot of yeah. guys are building guns and, and oh, yeah. trying to figure and out what to, <laughs> what to do. And, 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 and it's a different, it's a different race. Cause yeah, normal, normally people are, you know, trying to build it heavier and, and now, you know, you've got to make a certain weight. So they're trying to maximize, you know, the weight limit and, um, yeah. see, you know, together yeah on my social every day there's somebody like shaving stuff off to try to meet 12 pounds so they're like changing bolt knobs and and rings and muzzle brakes or whatever you know machining the out cool their stock is, trying to make a way <laughs> oh yeah the cool thing is that now you can build something that you can use to hunt you know for yep. the most part yeah um, yeah it's not so specialized like i've killed i've killed a fair bit of stuff with my comp gun um but i'm yeah. not taking that 26 pound a six br no. <laughs> or whatever 23 pound six br on a on a on a hunt anymore so we we did we like when i first started i i mentioned this there was a uh a buddy here that he put his girlfriend in for sheep tag and she drew she wasn't a big hunter but she just got lucky it's essentially winning the lottery and drew a sheep tag and so she hadn't really ever shot guns so she was shooting my i had that's back when the comp guns were like 17 18 and I yeah. had a six SLR and, um, shooting one Oh fives at, Oh, what was I? 30, 50, I believe. Yeah. And, and so she would come over, she came over a couple times that summer and we shot some steel. I just had her kind of practice, like stand up, get down on your, get prone and get on that target. Now stand up, get down and get on that target. And I just have her go back and forth. I was more worried about just target acquisition. Um, and, um, you know, finding stuff in the scope and in a timely matter than I was her shooting. I mean, the gun shot well, she, she, she could lay down and pull the trigger. It was more about just when the time comes to get on the scope. And so when that hunt started, I was like, all right, I've got these. I had a, oh, I had a lightweight, something like a 10 pound. I was like, let's take this. And she shot it. She didn't like it. Cause obviously my, my six SLR was no, I mean, relatively no recoil. And she's like, I want to shoot that one. I'm like, what? So I ended up, I packed that up some burly mountains and she killed her sheep at 600 yards with that thing with one shot. Um, but it was heavy, but so I have taken some pretty heavy guns on some pretty oh, yeah. hunts. So, but yeah, the, I think that when you 20 pounds is kind of draw the line. So it is fun to, fun to get something you know those other those, these hunter guns that will be more dual dual purpose than uh yeah more practical more practical so um yeah so that'll be fun we'll keep you posted coming up on that you know jake will obviously talk about that more when we talk as well with that match coming up um is there a, a there also to mention as far as target size like a prs nrl match all different targets all different kinds of stuff and spinners and movers and kyls and i think the hunter series is a pretty standardized target size correct I'm not sure that's, um, I know Jake and I talked about it. We kind of want to do animal cell targets, mm-hmm. um, because it, 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 you know, it's more a hunting match and out there. So we're mm-hmm. going to, you know, try to put as many, you know, animal type okay, targets cool. out there, but they're going to be size per, you know, the range. Essentially. Okay. I think 
Um, Scott's match last year, I forgot which target size. And I think he did like he, all 10 inch diamonds was, at that Hornady yes. Hunter match. Yes, which also kind of makes sense because that's the kill zone Bottle for most size. animals. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, and it was the same target size depending on the yardage, you know, or, or for every yardage. It was so, the same everywhere. Yeah. Vitals are vitals. Exactly. It doesn't matter if they're vitals 10 are, yards or, exactly. or a thousand. So, so we're going to, you know, just match, you know, an animal size target, you know, per the range and, and do something similar. But, yeah. Um, and I trust, that's where I trust experienced match directors. You know, you know, not to put an elk target out at 400 yards and you know, you know, not to put a squirrel target out at 800 yards. So exactly. I just, common sense prevails. So, um, okay, cool. Um, what's, uh, what's, uh, anything else you want to hit on or what's your, what are your plans looking like? Are you going to focus on competing in the Interro Hunter series or just, um, what are your, what are you thinking this year for competition? Just personally? Yeah, I mean, I, I've just, you know, just like you, you know, we both kind of took a break and it's been nice, you know, and obviously I've had other things come up but um yeah. <laughs> it's been nice just to, to you know you have you know refocus and it kind of motivates you to you know or it gets you more excited to start the new year um yeah. i'm yeah. gonna try to shoot a couple hunter series matches you know depending on the schedule just not sure which ones yet mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna shoot more nrl and prs matches throughout the year so yeah uh, yeah it should be fun and then and then you know once you know, fall rolls around, you know, hopefully get more hunts in this year and, mm-hmm. and definitely focus on that too. So, yeah, I think a lot of us are jonesing for hunting. I just, I think, I don't know if it's a combination of every, well, for one, not hunting a lot this year and then yeah, just exactly. getting away. It feels like there's so much BS with just politics and, and drama and just, it just, hunting is seems simple right now. I think a lot of us are just missing, <laughs> missing simple. <laughs> it is sad and it's so nice just to get out and hunt and just yeah. Yeah, not deal with anything else but that. So. Dude, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired of do politics and, and conspiracy theories and, and, things that are true and scary and, yep. and i don't even want to go into that i'm just tired it's just it's just a crazy we're we're a little bit past inauguration recording this thing so it's just <laughs> just a goofy just a goofy time so um yeah i'm hoping uh i'm hoping we get to keep guns for a long time <laughs> yeah yeah just keep pushing at least for what we do so yeah, for sure so yeah. anyway do you have any i don't you I, you you guys saw a lot of optics not as you well you saw a lot of ammunition and real stuff too but are you do you have any news any opinions on primers and bullets and any conversations with your suppliers or what's kind of the consensus when you're doing uh, when you're doing ammunition orders and and all that stuff just just to because it's a topic yeah. of interest. Um, yeah, it's been tough, you know, especially, you know, being in the industry for the last couple of years now. Um, and especially once COVID hit, everything just, you know, ramped up. And, and it started with, obviously, handgun ammunition mm-hmm. and then trickled into every single round, every single hunting round. It's just everything's so difficult to get right now. Mm-hmm. Um, manufacturers are ramped up as much as they can. Um, I've heard that like CCI and, and a couple other, you know, primer manufacturers are back ordered for the next like two to three, four years even now. So Whoa. it sucks. Like it's not, it does, it's, it's tough. Like basic, and it sucks when you see people, you know, selling, you know, primers for yeah. $200 for a thousand, um, <laughs> the grand scheme of things, if you need to shoot or, or use them, 
it's, it's, you know, you'll get them, but mm-hmm. uh, right now it's just, I, it's not, it's tough. We have a bunch of ammo on back order, the, the main stuff that we sell mm-hmm. and it just comes in when it does. There's no, you know, rhyme or reason. It just shows up, you know, so mm-hmm. we don't take back or yeah, it, it's, it's been tough. And, and our, we have a, pro, we have a component supplier that, that, you know, we can use for, can't resell it, but for like production or R and D or manufacturing. Um, and they're not even going to allow us to back order any primers right now. Um, they're limiting on us on, on powder, but it's tough. Yeah. Basically if you see something and it seems like it's trickling into kind of powder or or it's been in powder, but bullets and, and, um, brass and even, sizing dies lately it's just like if you if you yeah it's just you kind of have to be on it and if you see something available just buy it like yeah you know it's gonna i have seen powder pop through every once in a while and you're like hey and and so there is there's a few things but what are you guys when you're ordering ammo are you guys paying a premium are you still getting half decent prices they have oh some of our supplier we we order it for uh through a few different suppliers and, um, they're allowing us to back order it, but the prices have gone up a little bit. So that's why like people think that people are gout, but our prices went up. We don't price gouge or whatever. And, mm. and it's tough ammunition. There's not a lot of margin on it yeah. regardless. So, yeah. uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's tough. Like it's, it's not, yeah. If you see something, you know, and stuff has been coming through. There are opportunities. You just kind of have to just be on it. So just be searching the re, going <laughs> refresh on the internet like twenty four oh, seven yeah, and buy instantly. Yeah. I logged on. I got a notice. A buddy texted me. He's like, "Hey, there's I think it was H one thousand. Some H one thousand in stock." And he goes, "It just went on stock." He was literally talking to me while he was finishing his order. I it was I don't know twenty seconds. I hit my phone, hit my browser, opened the thing. I mean, as fast as I could do it. Got on there, four jugs left, add to cart, check out, entered my information, hit submit order, uh, product sold out. Like, it was I, gone. That's happened yeah, to I me, know. I don't know how many times. I'm sure it's happened to all you guys. Yeah. So I'm just, I'll just yeah, try to guy. I'm going to try to any guys that are in the industry. I want to, I want to, I'm just curious. I know a lot of people are curious. It's, and it's panic, uh, creates more panic and, and shortages create more shortages. So if, if they're back ordered for two years or three years or four years, that's just to supply those. Then you start to trickle stuff onto shelves and how long till guys can walk by a primer shelf with primers on it and leave them there. Like, is that another year? Is it two more years? <laughs> is it, yeah, I remember this in 2012. Yeah. yeah. It took a couple of years. Um, yep. but it does, there's stuff. I know a couple guys that are, you know, they're just on the you know opportunity when it arises either for ammunition or, or mm-hmm. reloading components and they're getting, you know, a lot of stuff. Yeah. They're paying, you know, a little bit more than normal, but they're still able to find stuff. So there, there yeah. is stuff out there. Absolutely. You just kind of have to be on it right yeah. now. Okay. Um, right on. I just, there's, there's your, uh, industry update. <laughs> so it's, it's been, I think we're all dealing with the same thing. And that's kind of one of my things oh, yeah. is this year. And I'm, I'm in a pretty good spot. Just, I usually try to have a, a uh, fair bit of stuff saved up. So, but it's not like I got enough to like, it's hard when practice. you meet people. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I don't want to practice. I'm scared to practice. I want to go shoot a little USPSA. I can't go shoot uh, pistol ammo. I'm like, well, so I'm, I've got it, but I'm a little hesitant to use it. But it is. I'm curious to see if it affects attendance, uh, match attendance at all this year with, you know, with shortages. It'll be interesting to kind of see that. So, yeah, um, I'm hoping. Yeah, and, and that's what I was. You know, hopefully not, but. 
there are way more matches even this year with different oh, leagues and and I, uh, I think people will just have to be a little bit more efficient on any practice regimen mm-hmm. and like get that you're not going to spend on. yeah you're not going to spend hundreds of of bullets you know trying to find a load just find a load that's consistent and works well it doesn't need to shoot you know an eighth you know moa yeah just find a load and just run with it because you know, right now is not the time to be picky. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, cool. We'll get this get the sucker wrapped up, man. I always like talking to you. Yeah. You're you're a good dude and and a good friend. So I, I appreciate you coming on and catching up a little bit. Um, I think to yeah. to recap, um, radicals are coming. Um, we got Intero Hunter. We got that Hawkins giveaway. Um, and we'll keep yep. you posted on the reticles. Check out. So are you CS Tactical? You said CS Optic. Did you guys change your name? Well, they wanted us for the sponsors because they're getting some bigger sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't want any tactical name, I guess. But, oh, okay. no, we've had we've had CS Optics for the last, you know, year or so. And okay. we're going to be ramping that up just as a, a different – same company but just a different website um, with just optics and non-firearms related so that way we can – promote it more at because we're super like it's tough like yeah, you can't advertise on on any you know marketing platforms mm-hmm. and yeah so yeah a little attack from the uh we're getting a lot of censorship going on right now <laughs> yeah so at least with optics it's just optics okay. um really just promote that and but same same company so. okay so so to yeah. get to if if someone wanted to as these scopes come in and order online from you is that at cstactical.com That's, or is it's it either one yes so either cstactical.com or cs-optics.com but okay. Okay. yeah it's going to be the same um just contact us and and do we'll you, get or, or yeah do you yeah. want to give out your um your note like do you have an office number or something you could give out if guys want to call you to try because you, yeah, you deal just, with a lot of optics so yeah and a lot of people yeah so it's just 916-670-1103 um you could also send me an email at dan at cstactical.com um Perfect. and yeah we'll get you set up we have the scopes on on our website for a pre-order right now um so if you're interested we are getting more in very soon. Um, you can just go in there, complete your order, or we can do it for you um, over the phone. Perfect. So. Okay. Awesome. What are so? What do you have those listed at for sale? Like, what's the out the uh, out the door we price? Have them at right now, listed at the nineteen ninety nine okay. um, price. So yeah, perfect. That's perfect. That has, and as far as I know, um, I, I heard that they might be the MSRP might go up to the you know twenty five hundred dollar mark because you know, rules change and whatnot, but mm-hmm. what we can sell them for, for right now, who, if that changes, but for right now, I don't now, think that's going to change from what I've heard. Yeah. I think that 1999 is going to stay the street price. Yeah. So regardless of what MSRP says, so, um, and that's what we have them at right now. And that's what we're going to sell them for. Perfect. So. Okay. Awesome. I love it. That's a lot of scope for the money guys. Um, so, um, yeah. cool. Well, so, man, again, I appreciate it. Uh, it's good talking to you and I can't wait to get to a match and hang out and talk trash to each other. <laughs> Probably see each other in March and uh, yeah. Yep. Right on. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap this thing up. Thanks guys for listening. Uh, Hawkins giveaway, tag a buddy, tag Hawkins, um, you know, maybe comment, tell them, appreciate the, the offer light or heavy tack rings is your choice. 35 mil. And thank you for listening. Looking forward to seeing you guys out there at the matches and getting the season going. So thanks again.